Salam listeners and welcome to Salam radio show on this Sunday afternoon 3CR community radio 8:55 a.m. I'm your host Marushti and I'm going to start the show uh, with my guest playing an improvised track on the canon uh, and after that if you haven't guessed yet we'll announce who our guest is Camille, that was a beautiful intro to the radio show. We have Camille Ferrali on the show. How are you, Camille? I'm very good. Thanks for having me, Mirna. Uh, thanks for coming. We're, I'm really excited about this show. Um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, Camille? Yeah, sure. I'm uh, originally from Lebanon. I grew up in Beirut, where um, there's a very vibrant music scene there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just came to Australia around two years ago. And yeah, it's been an interesting experience since then. Yeah. Um, can you tell us about um, how it all started in Beirut, back in Beirut? Yeah. So um, like I got into arts a bit later in my life mm. and I was really affected by the whole uh, social context that's um, that was surrounding me at the time. Because mm. Beirut is uh, like what's happening in the Middle East in general is very like there are very, lots of ideological contrasts happening and mm. the youth like is getting into arts to express themselves and what they feel about the situation that's surrounding them. Yeah. And that's what led me into art and especially that's what led me into traditional Arabic music and mixing it with electronic music because um, I was a bit uh, uh, disturbed by the disconnection some young people had to their own music. 
because everyone like all all young kids were learning guitar or piano as kids and they were completely ignoring their musical tradition just because they kind of associated it with a more conservative thing well for me it's the opposite like if we really want to progress we should do it from within our culture without just importing uh like musical ideas from the west and that for me that's a real uh, uh how you really can be rebellious about music yeah I'll, i i also grew up in lebanon and i remember uh learning in school um french classic music mm. which was boring <laughs> but um and yeah i, I remember like our, we really took arabic music for granted um but there was uh, like amazing there is amazing music happening over there uh and it's been evolving for a while but i feel like now it's being taken to another dimension which is electronic music and it's so good to see other i mean arabic artists who are taking that step and experimenting with it yeah exactly and what's nice about um electronic music is you can really program it to do anything you want like some people try to play for example middle eastern music using pianos but as, as we spoke before like in arabic music you have some microtones that some western instruments can't replicate but Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, the like uh, with electronic music, you can uh, like it can serve Arabic music and not vice versa. Yeah, you were telling me you programmed uh, you programmed it on Ableton to be able to pick up mi- microtones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was a, a bit of a challenge at first because yeah. it used lots of CPU. Because what I did was I divided the instrument into seven different instruments mm-hmm. and I detuned each instrument. So. It's as if I was playing seven instruments at once and I remember my laptop at the time uh, couldn't handle it very well. <laughs> so I had to record uh, what I wanted to record on an individual project and then exported it and implemented mm. it in my uh, like in my final project thing. Wow, I'm glad it was successful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it was interesting to try it out. Yeah, you actually sent me a couple of videos with you having almost like a one man show mm. where um, you played. Arabic instrument as well as um, you're using a controller on on your laptop. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. I got into looping actually since I came to Australia. Mm. It started from the fact because I couldn't find many other um, Middle Eastern musicians that were um, like keen to work on something like like that. Mm. So I'm like, okay, I'll do it myself then. <laughs> and uh, with, what's nice about looping, you can. Uh, yeah, so like you first create a beat that keeps looping and then you can use your instruments to improvise over that and mm. turn it into a song like uh, by changing the structure and trying different ideas. And it's it was quite challenging at first, but then once you get the hang of it, it becomes much more natural. Yeah, so many things to keep in mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah, that's, that's what I meant before by being a bit rebellious through music. Like you are like by using your cultural background, you are um, mm. experimenting with different things while yeah. using like more uh, contemporary technologies. Yeah, that's great. Well, let's play Reggae Rust by Camille Ferrali. You are tuning into Salam Radio Show. <laughs> Thank you. 
that was uh, Reggae Ross. Do you want to tell us a little bit about this track? Yeah, sure. Actually, the name comes from, um, there's an Arabic maqam, which means scale, called Rust, mm. that we used in the song. And we thought like Rust sounds a bit like Rasta, you know? So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it does. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's basically like our uh, rendition of what a reggae song a song would sound like if it uses the, ru- the Rust scale. Oh. Yeah, no, it was good. Fun. Plus this scale, it's, it's very like... Uh, it's like a chill scale. It's not too hectic because some Arabic scales can be very intense, very like sad, very emotional. Mm. But this one, I find it to be more uh, straightforward. Like, yeah. And uh, yeah, that's where this came from. Yeah, great. Um, so, Camille, how did you, what made you land in Melbourne? What made me land in Melbourne? Uh, besides the plane, <laughs> it, uh, it's... <laughs> um, yeah, I was lucky enough to have uh, the Australian nationality, even mm-hmm. though I grew up in Lebanon. Um, and I was actually happy living in Lebanon, but over mm-hmm. the last few years, the situation uh, was a bit um, intense in Lebanon, as many would know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I thought like I have the Australian passport. Uh, I'm very privileged to have it because I know many friends who would give anything to have it. Mm. So I thought like at the time I turned 24 so I'm like if I'm going to do a life changing decision maybe now is the time it's like not too early not too late and so I'm like yeah I'll go to Melbourne yeah. um I chose Melbourne over other cities in Australia because I read uh, a lot about the music scene here yeah and I think I I think actually that's what makes Melbourne so good with the art because all the articles on online say that it's the best city for musicians so you have all the musicians moving here because that's what they have. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's what they know about Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how right. you end up having a city that's like, good, <laughs> I guess, with music. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I have a similar story actually. I came here um, because my parents came here along, like um, when I was first born for three years, uh, and then went back to Lebanon. Uh, came back here um, to study and then work it, it took a time to settle in and feel at home i wonder yeah what how how are you finding melbourne how are you settling in i'm really liking it like yeah. in the beginning it's a bit hard when you don't know many people mm. it's a bit yeah you don't know where to go what to do and but once i met the right people it uh, it turned out to be a really good experience i yeah. met like different musicians from all over the world with whom i collaborated and it was it's such a good experience uh, also like I there are so many different instruments I got in contact with here yeah that, like being in Lebanon I just dreamt to have them like dreamt to look like at what them. like for example the African Kora the Indian sitar mm. the Indian tabla like so many different instruments like yeah. yeah all you can do in Lebanon is like look it up on YouTube but mm. I actually got to play those instruments here and we exchanged instruments with friends and it was such a good experience for them and that's what's nice about Melbourne it's so international yeah that you for get sure. uh, but however, the downside is you can't really, like, especially with our field of music, mm. you can't really specialize in it just because, yeah, like you're put under the label of world music. So you can't really, like, for example, in Lebanon, you have so yeah. many people that understand Arabic classical music and, mm. and like traditional music. Mm. So you can work from that and like have an actual band like that, which is like just traditional. Yeah. While here you have to fuse it, like other, you don't have a choice. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think it's also very hard to find Lebanese young artists. So 
if there's anyone out there send us a message we'd like to know more about you um but yeah i i found it hard to find many young lebanese people because a lot of them would go to europe because it's easier they get um scholarship in france and things like that but i think slowly slowly people are coming to melbourne mm-hmm. and um but also what's good about melbourne is that there's so many different people from different nationality and it kind of pushes you to to learn more about other culture mm. and embrace that and it's so cool that you're doing that with music um do you have anything that's indian and arabic for example yeah actually uh, there's i collaborated with a, a very good friend of mine called sarita she's mm. my friend who plays sitar mm. and we're working on a just a small ep together a few songs that we recorded together and It's basically Middle Eastern electronic with Indian vocals. Sounds amazing. Yeah. So maybe yeah. we can play that? Yeah, let's play it next. It's uh, called Let Go. Let let's let go and listen to Camille's music.
interesting to experiment with Arabic and Indian yeah because they have some similarities but yet some differences so we capitalize on both actually and yeah. which makes it interesting in a way um, can you tell us what are the similarity and the differences yeah sure like you have some scales that sound similar yeah like the one we use here uh, they sound similar but they're um, they're played in a different way so that's the similarity, like we, we mm. played it in a similar way. But also in Indian music, you usually have one drone in the background that doesn't yeah. change. While in Arabic music, you have like every time uh, the singer or the lead instrument focuses on a certain note, mm. you have everyone changing their, their drone. And that's what we did here. Like while she was singing, mm. uh, yeah, usually she's used of having one drone. And, but we changed it here to make it sound a bit more Arabic and... And it was interesting because um, the first it put her off a bit because she's not used to it. Yeah. But that's how we both learned from each other, you know, and it was a very interesting journey. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. incredible. Um, you also said you have other collaboration with other artists. Can you can you tell us uh, about another track that you've made? Yeah. Another track. Actually, all those tracks are not published yet because oh. they're uh, part of uh, different collaborations I'm doing with different people. Uh, and yeah, we're plan I'm planning to make different EPs with all those people. And the next one is, I made it with uh, uh, a guy called Zach, who works from, uh, uh, not works, sorry, who was in a band called Traffic Island. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, and basically he, he's really into 60s rock, like Beatles style sounding tracks. Cool. So we made the kind of a remake of El Helwa Di, which is a popular song, like mm. among the Arabic community. It was played by Feirouz and yeah, other artists. Yeah, it's a artists. classic, yeah. Like yeah, the, it is, yeah. The rhythm is um, used um, continuously throughout yeah, exactly, the music. Yeah, exactly, yeah. 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 No, it's really, like everyone mm. knows, I'm sure every Arabic household, every mm. Lebanese or non-Lebanese, like Arabic household heard it at least once. Yeah. The original composition is by uh, uh, 
I think it was uh, Sayyid Darwish, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's an Egyptian classic. Mm. Uh, but yeah, we decided to make an instrumental version of it, but that's more uh, like 60s sounding kind of. Oh, I'm excited so, yeah. to hear that. And shout out to your friend uh, Zach and yeah. your Indian friend Sarita. Sarita.
was um, really cool. Um, was there improvisation in there? Yeah, quite a bit, actually. Yeah, I can hear that in there. Yeah, uh, I mean, in the beginning and the end, there's mm. like a, like completely, it's completely improvised. Mm. But even the song itself, like uh, we played it in a way, uh, like the composition itself is very simple, but we added it, all the instruments added in different fills. Yeah. Which is very characteristic of Arabic music. Like mm -hmm. even classical compositions, they're not very, uh, like uh, the composers uh, would just like write down the uh, the main notes, but yeah. each musician would interpret it differently and add in fills in so between. So they always leave room for improvisation. Exactly, yeah. yeah. That's Which great. is very characteristic of uh, Arabic, Middle Eastern music in general, like even Turkish, Greek. Mm. It's, they all follow the same discipline. Yeah, I feel like I'm learning a lot on this show. Thank you. Um, we'll go, we'll um, play an announcement and then we'll be back. <laughs> I really am not understanding why people aren't seeing the fact that prisons are an integral part of a public health response to a pandemic. Like you, I'm really concerned about whether the data is being released very honestly about illnesses within prison. I have suspicions it's not, but really we need very strong leadership in this country that actually cares about people inside, our most vulnerable populations inside. That's what we need and that's not what we're getting right now. We need to keep radical voices on air Subscribe now. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe or call the station on 9419 
one track after the announcement um yeah what happens to the track camille oh, yeah this one it's actually funnily it's mainly a jam that we edited a bit and what's funny about it i did it with my very good friends ahmed on violin and mike on guitar mike mm-hmm. Zilbrook, they're both really good musicians as well and yeah we just jammed recorded the jam and then towards the end we like after the song ended we suddenly all got into like a gypsy bluesy kind of uh, thing it's funny because it happened so naturally and without we, just saying anything it just happened yeah it just yeah. happened and we were playing in the same key same scale it just happened and we left so much afterwards like, <laughs> it, it was so funny how it went ah and, yeah. that's cool i loved it um yeah we got a bit of time 20 minutes or so um, what should we play next? Hadid, maybe. That's yeah. my last one in Melbourne, yeah. Yeah, and that has a bit of electronic feel. Yeah, it's it. electronic and metal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's basically I had, a, I was studying music production um, mm-hmm. last year at the Victoria University. Yeah. And at the end of the year, we had to do like a final year recording. Yeah. And uh, usually the stuff I do are much more electronic. But since I had the studio and all the equipment, I tried to... Um, uh, yeah, I tried to you like make it more of a rock with like real drums. I used like uh, lots of real electric instruments, like electric. Actually, I used an electric buzuk, which is like an electric guitar, but a Middle Eastern version of it. Ooh. So yeah, so it sounds like still Middle Eastern, but the the sounding of it, the sound quality of it, like has some metal vibes in it and some electronic as well. Cool. Let's play.
3CR subscription. You can now set up an annual debit from your bank account or credit card, and once a year your payment will be automatically deducted. You can cancel at any time and you'll get a reminder each year before payment. Be a constant supporter of Melbourne's precious independent community radio station and set up a recurring payment today. Just go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe.
that was Yaga Bamp. We're drinking actually beer that Camille made instead of a Yaga Bomb. Um, and uh, on top, we're having a coffee that Ma Camille made for us as well. Where do you get your, the coffee, Camille? Ah, from Fusgray, actually. Johnny's it's, Nuts? Uh, yeah, John's Nuts, Ooh, yeah. Freshly roasted, to, yeah. Yeah, shout out to Johnny's Nuts. They keep mm. providing us those Lebanese products that we need. Yeah, very good coffee. <laughs> yeah, very good coffee. Uh, this is a promotion for... Johnny's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll end it with a bit of more nai. Yeah, sure. Should I'll we, make a we? improv. Yeah. Yeah. Nai improv. All right. What a beautiful outro to the show. Uh, you are tuning to Salam Radio and our guest is Camille Frali. Um, yeah, well, thanks Camille for being yeah, on the show. Thanks a lot for having me. It was lots of fun. Actually. It was uh, our pleasure. Thank you. Thank you.